Welcome to We Told Ya Show. Grab some beer. You will need it. Damn right you're going to need it. Oh, yeah. We need it. Coming back for part two. We made this one a part two. <laughs> <laughs> Hope y'all are enjoying it as much as we are. Man, it's, it is a crazy story. It needs two parts. It's a lot to cover. We thought we was going to get in one long one, but <laughs> it was too much. <laughs> Went ahead and make it two. Don't worry, though. We'll go. Oh, never mind. That's late. <laughs> <laughs> so, where did we stop and where do we begin on this crazy story? I believe we left off with the men in black, the chicken skin in need of a Bojangles. Ah, buzzer looking freaks, man. Yeah. Okay. So they were there and they left. Boom. Mm-hmm. Get gone. Gets on with his daily life. He's trying to forget about all this stuff's going on, but he can't because weird stuff's always happening around the ranch, right? Yeah. But one day he's out in town and he's driving around. He's coming back. He gets behind a big old truck full. The back end of this truck is just mass capacity, strapped in, junk. Okay. <laughs> you know? Some, like somebody's moving. Okay. And he's behind it and he's thinking, he's like, man, this is messed up. This is way overloaded for this truck. They're going too slow. I, nobody can get around him. I can't get around him. He's thinking about calling the sheriff mm-hmm. on him. And he thinks to him, he's like, you know what? I didn't call it enough. Weirdness around town. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about my house. With my a lot house. of people are already so I'm not looking at say him. Anything. So this truck, he's trying to keep a safe distance from it. And then all of a sudden, the truck takes a little turn, a little bump, stuff falls off of it. Uh, he honks his horn, try to let the people know they keep on going. Debris on the track. <laughs> yellow yellow flag, flag is out. <laughs> exactly. He stops to put the yellow flag out. He goes out there and looks. He's a damn samurai sword. Oh, he said it was a real samurai sword, not one of those knockoffs, yeah. you know, because this is a guy that should know. Oh, dude. <laughs> well, like, look, John Edmonds' uh, nickname in the exopolitical world is mm-hmm. the Alien Slayer. Well, now he's Samurai John. Yeah. He's got, <laughs> so he's got this sword. Nice. So now this is where the samurai sword comes in. And what he does is he takes it and puts it beside his bed. Oh, he don't put it above the fireplace like everybody else does. No, because (laughs) (laughs) he put it, actually he put it under the bed in the master bedroom. Oh, that's when you know he's serious. Yeah, because he said, look, the days of baseball bats are past to me. Okay. It's a blood sport now. Yeah. <laughs> and if it's a blood sport, you need a razor sharp yeah. edge. Because supposedly he's been seeing grays around. Mm-hmm. And if you read the book, you really don't say too much as, as, until you get to a certain point in the book. And then he starts talking about seeing the, the grays. as type that he's dealing yeah. with. So he started seeing them in various stages. He would see them just in head poke out. Of nothingness. Right. Yeah, you know, like they're just go, out they're of just, existence. They just poke the head out. Look around. And then, po- and then pull it back. It's not safe. <laughs> pull out. I'm not fully born yet. Yeah. Going back. Not ready yet. The world sucks. So, so you started us. seeing those and you started seeing them as they were coming out. Right. <laughs> so, and these things just like appear out of nowhere, just like a 
canvas is unzipped. Yep. It would, and there that's what he said. He would do it unzip. All of a sudden, he'd peek out and look around. Sometimes they start to come on out. You could see body parts come out and then they would go back. Yep. You see them and then as they would get, I guess they would get more used to it. Or, they get a little, little more comfortable with the surroundings, <laughs> you know? It's I like that die. raccoon that keeps coming out of the, the backwoods. <laughs> he gets to where he trusts a little bit more and more. But and if these things are smarter than us and, and have, have this ability to use these portals and go through these things, I don't know. Seems like they wouldn't have to learn. Like animals. you would think, they already know. Yeah. Oh, this is a good spot. Like, nah. So one day he's just sitting there. Joyce was at work. He's just hanging on the couch. He's doing his little whatever he does, right? Thing. And all of a sudden, he felt the pressure change around him. He knew they were close, uh-huh. <laughs> but they won't yet visible. Because those times he would maintain absolute calm, and he would be aware of their presence. He was working on the mental state of emotional training for months. It was a Zen state that he uh, was using. Got to get himself <laughs> in that mental. Yeah. Zen state of yeah. mind. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you're dealing with something like that, though, you almost have to get in some kind of Zen state of mind. You're seeing faces and anatomy just like peer and peel out of existence. Into the plane that you are existing in. So he's seen them long enough to form a plan. Okay. You know, I guess. Yeah. You know? hey, so I'm, I'm, he's got he's a plan and, and he's also yeah. working on his own psychology. Right. To be able to deal with it without he, just freaking out. Trying to emotionally rationalize. Because he is a What's psychiatric on? counselor. He's also a very spiritual man. <laughs> And a gun enthusiast. And a gun enthusiast. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. (laughs) Sounds great. So, if you stay calm and you stay focused and you don't let them know that you know that they're they're there. You you ignore them. You act like you don't see them. You act like you're sitting there and he would say, he would see him at the corner of his eye, like, see it poke out, right? And they'd be there, and you see it in his, he said he would use his peripheral uh-huh. <laughs> vision, right? Yeah. And then to act like he didn't see him, he would change the channel. To make you know, that the gets great him all things, the I'm thinking, I'm paying more attention to the TV, not yep. to you coming on in here out of non-existence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a great He's, tactic. Yeah. Shiny thing. TV. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> exactly. So, he's watching him out of his peripheral. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's watching him. You know, so then he saw one poke his head out, and there was in the sunroom. It was a little glass room off the side of the house, and it was a clear sight from where it was. Sitting okay. on the couch in the living room, watch TV, change right. the channel so they didn't know. He's playing it off. <laughs> So, he casually stood up and he walked to the bedroom, which was through the little area from where they were. He walked, like, right. you don't see nobody. wonder if he scratched his ass as he was- He might have, he might have done that. I don't know, that might have freaked him out. Do the old stretch. And he, he, gra- he grabbed old samurai sword from under the bed uh. and he put it right by the door, in the door frame. 
As he walked on, he went on back, sat down on the couch, act like he ain't no <laughs> freaking aliens like, were over there. Nothing's going on. Poking the head out, coming on out. So he just sat back down on the couch. He's sitting there for a couple minutes. He didn't change the channel again, and he's watching them. So then he didn't move right away, and he looked back, and he waited, peripheral vision. Right. You know, he's seeing them. Yeah. Peripheral. So time's getting good. Yeah. He eased on up like he ain't doing nothing, headed on down the hallway, went over there to the room, grabbed that sword. And he looked, he glanced around the corner. There was three of them inside the sunroom. The sunroom screen door was open. He charged right in and swung. Yes! He swung. Well, what he did was he took a slow, deep breath through his nostrils and charged. <laughs> like a true warrior. And his stroke was perfect, he said. He cut a head clean off of Gray. Mm. The other two dematerialized immediately because he didn't get the head (laughs) (laughs) that is awesome I would pay a million bucks to see that (laughs) damn right damn right if I had a million bucks oh yeah (laughs) keep subscribing people hit the like button hit the follow button we're trying to get there I will send you an alien body (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you want a finger? I can get you a finger. What it says is, uh, it turns out they cannot dematerialize with the heads cut off. Right. Well, if you get the head, you get the body. <laughs> <laughs> I believe is what he said in the interview. Something well, he, like that. He said he's pummeled them with baseball bats. Right. Don't he didn't work. put bullets in them. Don't work. They 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 and, and stabbed him. They missed away. <laughs> nah, man. They you, you don't get nothing. That he said way. the samurai sword changed all of it. It's a very efficient <laughs> tool. Hammer. Oh, he the man. <laughs> so he, he didn't picked up. He got two parts, right? He got the body and the head. Yeah. <laughs> he, he took them and wrapped them in plastic, and then put them in his large freezer, right? Oh, the, okay. this is getting bad now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Joyce got home. And she uh, saw the mess. She, the, let me guess. The brownish liquid. And she freaked the fuck out. No, no, it's a brownish no, no, liquid. No, all, she's used to it now. It was all on the walls and the floor. And she had he had no choice to tell her what happened. Did he make her clean it up? I mean, no. I hope not. Joyce is gonna be pissed. She, well, it was weird to her. He said he told Joyce, I killed a gray with a samurai sword. And he yeah. said it took her about five minutes to digest. And then she just nodded. Okay. Her only question was, what'd you do with the corpse? It's in the <laughs> freezer. <laughs> so. I've got to marinate in some an Italian dressing. Alien cadaver. All right. So alien if you, cadaver. If you go through the book. Wasn't that a video? Wasn't there like a, a, a video from way back in the day? I don't know. But if it's not a band name, I call it. <laughs> you better patent it. That's great. Cheers. Fuck yeah. Alien cadaver. That's great. Or it might be a new app coming to your phone soon. About we told you show. <laughs> we told you show. <laughs> so if you're reading the book, it goes off on some other tangents. It never Exo-politics. really tells you anything else about what happens at this alien body. 
But he does get in touch with a Captain Robert Collins. <laughs> Captain Robert <laughs> Collins gets in touch with a Dr. Levengood of Michigan. And they want to send some tissue samples. Okay. You know, because he's a biophysicist, crop search, crop circle researcher. <laughs> he's fascinating in the UFO world. So, yeah, but we got to bring some scientific method into this. I mean, if he's yeah, but, whacked and hacked and got some blood, got some flesh, got some tissue. Man, he look, he's got a whole body. He's got a body and a head, right. supposedly, in his freezer. I want to see the body. How come, look, what did I you see? You, you seen the picture of the sword, right? I did see the picture. How come he didn't put a picture of the body? I know. Well, how come that's not on his? Well, oh. may, maybe the, the camera lens. Is not <laughs> developed on, enough, you know. It's it, it's not. Maybe it ain't got enough craziness it, in it. You know, to, it's to not planed concaved at the right angle that it could capture well, the the alien body. My camera. <laughs> it's a technological. My camera's body. not crazy enough to pick up well, what I'm seeing. <laughs> I didn't want. I didn't want to say that. <laughs> okay, so. They contacted this uh, Mr. Collins, Dr. Collins. Okay. No, Collins contacted Dr. Levengood, I reckon, and told him what they needed to send him. He needed to send him some samples. Okay. Okay. He was excited about it and told him, gave him a laundry list of tissue and part requests, which he did exactly as instructed and sent everything FedEx. Insured, though. Insured. <laughs> <laughs> they said about FedEx? Yes, insured, FedEx. Oh, man. Hey, <laughs> FedEx, quality package yes. deliverer right there. If you have alien parts, you send it. We're going to send a, send a shout out to a Midnight Brewery. Yes, so good. New beginning, Kolsch style ale. I will enjoy people. Man, this people. is a good beer. I hope you will as well. <laughs> All right. Oh, shit. Where were we? We like to give shout-outs here. We told you, show. Okay. All right. So, you sent these samples. Right. To the doctor, right? It's the right thing to do. He, yeah. He sent everything he's supposed to send, supposedly, Supposed. I guess. <laughs> and you know what happened? After some time, he received the word back from Dr. Levengood. The sample was sent by FedEx. Had been in. Wait a minute. Analyzed. Analyzed. Oh, analyzed. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Alien specimens got fucking <laughs> anal probes. All right. Sorry, Cartman. See, the Cartman blood samples appeared to be pure hemoglobin. Like that found in cattle mutilation sites with what appears to be segmented rods in the blood. Never seen anything like that. Mm. <laughs> That's what he said. And skin looks like segmented grass, except for it's not grass. Okay. Segmented grass. So this is what in the book <laughs> the results of these tests were. Then the rest of the book goes on tangents on different directions on different things. Are they trying? Not they, useful. Were they saying that the skin was like almost plant-like material? Yes, microscopically. Right on a yeah on a molecular, biological molecular level. Mm -hmm. This is not unheard of either. 
there have been other reports where they say that these uh, extraterrestrial beings, they have like some kind of DNA connection or joining to the plant world, plant kingdom, which is weird because we think of them as beings, like animals, like like us, and we are we are the animal kingdom. Well, some people kingdom. do, yeah. You do Is hear about these plant references <laughs> biologically to alien beings. To their biological, biological, <laughs> biometrical structures. Biologically molecular <laughs> ribonucleic acid freak well, out. Where's all the information from what he sent them? How's that not out in the world? Great he goes question. off in the book talking about how the government won't let certain things out, all this and that. But he never says the government didn't let him his stuff out. It's all a ruse. Yeah, where's the results? There should be some kind of uh, typed out in a in a report data <laughs> that somebody can access and see. Yeah, man. That shit needs to be out this? there. I yeah. need to know... What this weird DNA inside of me is. The men in black have it. Yeah. Old, they got it in their suitcases. chicken neck. And they're, yeah, old chicken neck. He's, he's not going to come off it so easily. So while he's dealing with all this, a visitor comes to his house. Yeah. He gets a visitor. Stan knows this toy here. Kind of. So, uh, somebody reaches out to him. Uh, the lady named Brandy. She she got word of what was going on, and she is kind of a doctor of sense. Of sense? Senses, per se. Do- a senses doctor? Yeah, she's an animal doctor. She's a people doctor. She's a rock doctor. She's a spiritual doctor. She uh, has all kinds of degrees <laughs> and things that... Um, so, so she's like Dr. Dre. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> yeah. Right yeah, on. pretty much. So, um, <laughs> he proceeded, you know, she, she gave him a call and said, Hey, I heard about what's going on. So he's got this thing. He's like, you know, he's had a lot of people call him over the years. It only takes him five minutes on the phone to realize if this person is, as he puts it, a crank. Not you. Well, he would know. Oh, just give me five minutes. So I know if they're a crank or not. This colch is delicious. <laughs> right on, man. Is it good? Midnight Brewing, you've done it again. New beginnings. So, uh, you know, so he goes on and talks to her. He's like, look, you know, they've had abductions. They've experienced stuff. They've got these markings on their body that have stayed consistent over time. Stuff is going on here. And he gets to the point, he says, look. I have no regrets about killing the Greys. No regrets. It becomes like a home defense. You know, you you protect your family. You protect your property. You got shit coming at you. Yeah. Hey, man, I'm going to defend. His dogs, his His horses. dogs, his horses, his wife, who's mm-hmm. getting hauled on out of there. Yeah. You know, they talked about chaining her to the bed. And there's also been, it didn't really say, but more doppelganger things where they pretended to have been 
be him. And she was tricked. Tricked. Thinking that that was him. But it never went into that in the book, but he just threw it out there. So that's one of the things that he's dealing with that they are dealing with. So she has been misled by these things as well. Yeah. You know, and there's some crazy stuff going on here at this place. Doppelgangers. We definitely going to have to <laughs> delve into the doppelgangers. I'm learning about those. Um, He's got no regrets. He's done what he's had to do. So he ends up getting this Dr. Brandy Howe gets in touch with him about mid-July 2011. She says, look, I've been hired by this third party to contact you and see what's going on. Now, at the time, she didn't say anything about who had hired her, but she had gotten wind of what's going on at Stardust Ranch. She, How did they come just check it out? Huh? Just come hang out and check it out? Or just, No, come see what the hell is going on. Yeah. Okay. She is a psychic, if you will, a medium, medium, <laughs> medium, if you will. How many? <laughs> yeah, you know, she has the ability to reach out to the nature and the forces and everything. Oh, yeah. Well, apparently, she's very good at what she does. So, she gets out there. She meets up with John Edmonds. Should we go over a little bit of her list of credentials? I would love to do that. You got to have those, man. All right. Brandy L. Howe, life science practitioner, has over 30 years experience in the study of alternative Integrative Healing in March of 1996. We both had the same. We have that. We have the same as her on that one. Oh, we do. Damn, I <laughs> forgot all about that. <laughs> you hung up. Yeah. Well, <laughs> she received her Doctor of Naturopathy. Hmm. All right. What does that, that sound right? That's like taking things in nature and like squeezing them till they can't feel their legs. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Salt on slugs. I don't know what that is. Well, she she got that degree with high honors, and uh, she attained the Doctor of Divinity and is an ordained minister. She is yeah, a- That's you, brother. You already ordained? I, I'm ordained in the uh, Church of the Latter-day Dude. Yeah, so- And yeah. with we're, the we're uh, almost Church just of up the with Flying her right Spaghetti now. Monster, not ordained yet, but I'm working on it. <laughs> Wait, well, anyway, she's got credentials. Well, we're pretty much with her creden- credentials. Pretty much. If you put us together, we got her. She's an animal intuitive light worker. Yeah. I throw the How many ball times have we talked to the dogs day. and cats and animals all around? Yeah. You're right. I cuss at every animal I see. She's an electromagnetic <laughs> practitioner. Yep. I mean, look, I've been electrocuted like three times. (laughs) (laughs) Getting shots. Yes. Uh huh. Tasting lead in your mouth. I like. Been there, done that. Bouncing magnets around North North Pole. Watch them bounce around. (laughs) I don't. I don't mess with electricity. I get shocked. (laughs) <laughs> Electromagnetic <laughs> practitioner sounds a lot more fun. 
play with magnets. <laughs> Here you go. She is a certified organic consultant mm-hmm. and a licensed facilitator for Joyful Child Incorporated. Uh, I don't know. Y'all Google that. I haven't Googled yeah, that. I ain't go with that. Well, her studies include herbology, pharmacology, nutrition, aromatherapy. Wait a minute. Her interest? It, what her is? studies. Her stu- okay. So she read books on that shit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Me yeah. too. Yeah. She Googled it. Uh, yeah. Polarity therapy, mm. acupressure, reflexology, healing, vibrational therapies. Yeah. All kinds of stuff. I think all women practice that. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I would. All right. So, Brandy shows up at the ranch, right? She's oh, been control. she's been turned on by old Cynthia Crawford. Now, Cynthia Crawford is an interesting person. Oh, are we going to go uh, into Cynthia Crawford? I'm I didn't know if we were going to touch on this here for a second. So, Cynthia Crawford's dad <laughs> was um was in a government agency before it was the CIA. So, um was it Shield then? And where the hell is it? What was it called? <laughs> Anyways, so uh, uh, the the Office of Strategic Services, oh, Office yeah. of Strategic Services, you go there, you is the come back. prognitor of the CIA. Okay, so they dealt with some World War II stuff, some UFO stuff, some hey, was going on here, was going on theirs. Anyways, <laughs> Cynthia Crawford <laughs> uh, turns Brandy on to John Edmonds. Says, hey, you need to go check out this ranch. Brandy obviously is uh, well certified to deal with this kind of situation. Yes, we have. Yes, she is well. So she shows up at the certified. ranch and she's got these two guys with her, right? Mm-hmm. And all she would say is they are they are Syrian warriors, and by Syrian we mean they come from the constellation Sirius. Yeah, they're not from Syria. Not from Syria. Two different things. But she's like down with vibrations and senses and stuff. So she goes out there and she walks the ranch. She walks all around the perimeter of the ranch. She comes back to the gate and she's got these two guys with her, the Syrian words. They, she calls them the two J's. Two J's. The two J's. <laughs> they all carry swords. We're back to the sword thing. So the Jays got swords. Yes. Not samurai. No. They are more described as like true old school broadswords. Oh, shit. Yeah. Big, heavy stuff. You know, samurai sword is very lean, quick. Yeah. Broadsword, like you tear it out of the wall. So big, heavy thing. Well. Not an indoor sword. No, this is an outdoor sword. <laughs> so, Brandy goes on to tell her, tell him. John realized, he said, so she did not come from a military family. Now, I found this kind of interesting. She did not come from a military family because a lot of times, and she's had a lot, she's been abducted since she was four years old. Brandy. 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 So, the spiritual this, healer, doctor. This is one thing I don't head. understand. All right. 
it's, it, it says that she didn't come from a military family. Why would it say that she didn't come from a military family? Why would you even bring it up? If you haven't come from a military family, then what's the point of bringing up so she didn't come Well, from? he goes on to address that because oh. he says, many of the abductions are associated with families that are in the military. This may suggest that the family member in the military has entered into an agreement and given consent to allow their children to be abducted yep. and trained by alien races. Nah. This is quoted from the book. That's what. When I was in the military, they didn't have me sign nothing like that. Well, no, because. Not that I'm aware of. Well, the, Danny, the aliens didn't want you. <laughs> they already had. They I'm, already I'm, knew. already wanted them knew, anyway. There ain't going to be no sway in this They guy. already had me inside. They yeah. already knew you already knew. So yeah. there, there was no point in, they are like. I'm already half alien anyway. Yeah. See? So you're already, they already knew. There ain't no point in fucking with Danny. So. <laughs> Let's see what he does. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. So yeah, this guy's. There's no point in. So her and the JJs, <laughs> the two Js, they go on out and start. J and J. Yep. J and J. Two Js. Sounds they like a out. convenience store you see in Florida. Yeah. It does. <laughs> go and get a six pack of beer, <laughs> a pack of smokes. Not for you. So they start walking the, the property and they start realizing. So Brandy has this uh, uncanny ability to project and communicate with the people, beings, energy around. So it comes to find out what Brandy and the two J's discover is that there is a rogue group of greys that have inhabited this property. <laughs> and damn it. And this one ten acre lot. <laughs> right? Hey, I I didn't draw the lines. I didn't survey the proper time. That's what's up. Well, I guess the the point of energy it happens to be in the sand. Lines and (laughs) apparently it's four lines in the sand. There's two short (laughs) ones on each end and the two long ones down the side. So the greys are attracted to this piece of property because there's very love it positive energy and vibrations that are coming off of this property. That's what they're attracted to. So what she says is, you have good meaning beings and you have bad meaning beings, but all of them, (laughs) the thing is, she's like the beauty of the way the whole thing works is both sides need Positive vibrations and negative vibrations. But positive vibrations are most (laughs) important to both sides. And there's a lot of positive vibes coming from the Stardust Ranch in Rainbow Valley, Arizona. And that's why they're there. John was saying there's a bunch of negative vibes that when he was there the whole time in the beginning. They started arguing all the time. They just felt negative. So, one of the things is, 
So here's where it starts to get really funky. Oh, okay. now. So Brandy is in tune with different galactical beings and different things. <laughs> so greys are like a, a, a being a race of their own, but they are not like the superior being. There are other beings that are higher than them. So one day, they're out there. They're standing out there by the gate at the ranch. And they are looking east. And it's like a beautiful, clear day. The The sky has a little hint of orange, almost tangerine to it. Looks crystal clear. <laughs> out of nowhere, they see these ships, if you will, start to kind of manifest. They just appear out of nowhere. They slowly start to come out. And he says, man, these things are big. These things are big. They look like almost like two or three city blocks is how big these ships Damn. look. Then they turned and looked towards the north. And that's when they saw the mother load, the mothership. Ah, he said, I could not right even there. begin to explain how big this thing was. It was like a floating no, city in the sky. These beings are allies of Brandy's and the two J's. These guys are like galactical ambassadors, <laughs> if you will. Wait a okay? minute, wait, 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 wait. So all the stuff we were talking about before, if that was not crazy enough. Right. Now yep. we're in to the real real. Yep. Okay. <laughs> We're into the exopolitical yes. stuff. Galactical. So, so here's the thing. So greys are like, they're like nuisances. They're kind of menacing. They're kind of middle of the road. But they're not like the big badasses of everything. And they know this, right? <laughs> they know this. So... Brandy, like, has her super-duper alien buddies, and they come and, like, appear, and the greys realize it. They're like, oh, shit. So, we're, like, fucking out. Damn, there they are again. Brandy and the Jays. Brandy and the Jays. Yeah. Look, they ain't joking. So, it gets better. It gets better. So. Brandy and the Jays. <laughs> they need a theme song. Brandy and the Jays. Yeah. Band name. A Saturday song. morning cartoon. Yeah. All right. Brandy and the Jays mean business. They done summoned these ships. The big giant mothership. The Greys are now freaking out. They're realizing their place. Is this shit all happening over top of John's house? Yeah, this is happening over like top at the, the front ranch, gate. The ten acres. Yes, <laughs> just a ten acre ranch. Yeah, that should okay. be being seen from with my other houses house. that are around this ten acre. All right, if this okay. is a ten acre ranch, I'm going to assume <laughs> there's a ten acre ranch beside it on either side. Maybe, yeah, and maybe it's but like what, a, what I see from suburb. The, he is on the end of the lot, but at least, but. 
But he's on the main road because they came and picked up appliances yeah. and all that shit. They come right? and got his toaster and shit. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Ironing board and <laughs> a broken washing machine and wet right. towels. So all this shit is happening. Yeah. Over top of this place. Yep. Man, is Okay. So it gets better. We're yeah. not done. We're not Let's done do yet. this. So, ships. In the sky, mm-hmm. they just appeared. They just like they just came out of nowhere. See the ships. So the Greys now realize they're like, okay, the big wigs are on to us. We can't keep like messing around like this. We got to kind of chill out a little bit. So they start. <laughs> that's when they eased up on like the uh, the animal mutilations and the abduction attempts and all that kind of stuff. They started to kind of like chill out. A little bit in their menacing qualities, I guess you could say. Qualities. But Brandy and the two Js, they're not happy with that yet. Not that's not enough. So come back another day <laughs> with their swords and they come back to this. They already know. So here's what it is. They know you talk about the greys. They come back the with aliens a sword. Could like Unzip and like peer yeah. out of they existence. Peek out, see if peek around and look around. They might slide on. So out. that that goes back to the portals. Fourth dimension. That goes back to the portals. There are portals. There are three portals on this property. Two of them are just matter portals, mm-hmm. where just beings can pass from one to another, from this spot to this spot to this spot. Right. One portal has a time aspect to it. So it's so like John Edmund said at one point, I don't believe we got to this yet. He's sitting there, he's hanging out. Yeah. All of a sudden Well, it was all on the portal side. The Roman soldiers walked yeah. through the house. Because he got used to it. He knew the portal was there. He's just sitting there and all of a sudden a soldier yep. would walk through his living room. Came walking right through. He's seen another kid that was dressed okay in medieval that. garb. They just kind of walked through and stopped and looked at him and then kept on getting it. I don't know where he went. Maybe he go find some boiled water or something. <laughs> 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 what? Well, you got to boil your water back then, man. <laughs> you couldn't drink the water. You gotta go find some boiled water. It's <laughs> boiled water. I'm here to find some boiled water, sir. <laughs> Please, sir. Do you have any boiled water? Right. I can take back to my family. <laughs> my room is sword. A broadsword. <laughs> He brings out the samurai on him. See, the samurai is a very efficient tool. All right. So, we're, okay. Oh, so, you got yes. the Brandy and the Jays. Yes, Brandy and the two Jays. Brandy J's. and the Jays. Go. So, they come back to the ranch, right? And so, these guys. So, here is what is significant about the sword. So, apparently. <laughs> the sword. A sword. Thus, rhetorical sword. Right. So, 
The thing about the sword is, and apparently this is like galactically or universally or whatever, it's kind of accepted that the sword is the weapon of truth. It's the weapon of righteousness. It's the (laughs) weapon of nobility and the right thing. So, you know, you like guns and I can kill you from a mile away and blah, blah, blah. So That's all like pussy stuff. From For who, though? For who? everybody, for every galactical being, the close well, I tell combat. You what, for a half-naked muddy woman, is a pitchfork. Pitch <laughs> <laughs> so, proving you wrong on that one. Well, look, that's close <laughs> contact, too. So, so I kind of put that pretty close. Okay. Everybody's right. got their own. <laughs> so, Brandy and the two Js, they have their swords as well, right? And they come back to this place right there by the the front gate, and Brandy starts to go into this trance. She starts speaking in this these tongues, these languages, and then, like, I don't know, some kind of ritualistic thing, they all raise their swords up. Mm-hmm. I, don't know, I don't know if they did a hurrah well, that's, or not. That's what you do, man. No, you yeah. always do that. I mean, I definitely would have done a hurrah. If you got a sword, you always raise it up. You got to, right? So they all raise <laughs> the swords up, and then they all do the, they touch the tips together. Oh, Lord, there you go. They're like, yeah, right? So we're getting into some Ghostbusters shit. Uh, yeah. The tips, too. <laughs> tips touch together. What happens next? Everybody got herpes. <laughs> no, it was purple lightning. What? Yes. Purple lightning? Purple lightning. Shoots down out of the sky. Like, hits the ground like three or four feet beside him or something. Not direct hit. But, of course, it travels under the ground. was John there to see this? John was totally there to see this. All right. So, he's the one that's seen it. It was purple. Yes. Not blue. Purple. Purple. Yep. Purple. All right. Yep. You know, purple is the color of royalty. (laughs) It's also the color of rain. (laughs) So says Prince. <laughs> nice. Yeah. You lightning it. strike. That was good. That <laughs> yeah. was great. All right. So we got a purple lightning strike. Purple lightning strike. Hits the ground. Lights their asses up. They all gather at the gate with their swords. And they look at each other. I don't know if it's like a Dungeons and Dragons moment or what. <laughs> <laughs> But they all raise their swords up to the sky, like they conquered something. And yeah, he then said they, it in t- tips. Yeah, they touch the tips. There's three of them. They touch the tips. They like make <laughs> like a touch the Everybody knows pyramid. that. Well, we know you never cross the streams. Yeah, but you don't touch tips either. Yeah, damn ball. Everybody know that. They touch the tips, <laughs> and then. The unthinkable happens. A giant mm. bolt of purple lightning shoots down out of the sky. <laughs> purple lightning. <laughs> yes. Let's talk to Prince about that. We did. I don't know if there was any rain involved. <laughs> Johnny went through this before break. <laughs> so... Lightning hits the ground, yes. and bam, you know, 
obviously, it's going to be very disorientating. That's a tremendous smack. For I've her and the two Js. They're sitting there with the, all of them got three swords stuck up. Yep. A trimeropod. Trimeropod. Of touching, <laughs> of touching tips. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> a trimeropod of tip touching. Okay. From the swords. This is serious. And then purple lightning. Boom. Yeah. All of them got affected. Yeah, they did. So- is Brandy and the two J's. Yeah. Okay. One J loses his mind, goes crazy, gathers up his family, they disappear. These are the Syrian warriors. <laughs> we forgot about this. Well, yeah. Well, well, we didn't forget about Oh, no, them. we did talk about that earlier, right? I don't know. But they are Syrians, not from Syria. Yeah, like we did said. talk about yeah, that. Yeah. From yeah, not from Syria. Supposedly. But they have families here, I reckon. They can yeah. just pick them up and move, say, hey, you know, I got struck by lightning, we got to move to another town. Oh, that goes in this whole other thing. <laughs> okay, I'll come back to that in a second. Yeah, so one Syrian warrior and his family, they completely disappear, go off the grid, never to be heard or seen of again. One, <laughs> the, the other J... The other Syrian warrior, he dies mysteriously. And then Brandy. <laughs> oh, Brandy. Well, Brandy loses her shit. So, like, Brandy was like this uh, <laughs> mystical, uh, I don't know what you would call it. Geo, just she was in tune with the earth and the energy and the vibrations and minerals and She's crystals crazy. and things. Pretty much crazy. Gypsy kind of thing, you know. I don't mean nah, gypsy man. in a bad She's way, just, uh, but just uh, a, anything a, a goes type of person. So she feels it all. Yeah, she just get the remember of everything, right? So, well, the thing is, <laughs> is, is what they say is these people that have these abnormal. I, I don't. That's maybe that's not the right word, but these unbelievable abilities and powers and senses that as they go and as they grow through life, their powers hone and change. And when things happen <laughs> that they <laughs> that that, that their senses you. get heightened like it really messes with them. Like it throws like their whole chi off. It's just like fucks with their whole thing. So they like have to get away for a bit and like absorb and get used to their new powers, their new superpowers. <laughs> so that's what Brandy does. So Brandy like falls off the face of the earth for like two or three years, I think. <laughs> we got to get in an episode in your mind, man. <laughs> you got to figure out what's going on inside of your mind someday. My mind is good. <laughs> it's crystal clear. Ooh, boy. So the lightning. So if we think about this, you know, lightning is one of the most uh, fierce and well, yeah. uh, uh, pure <laughs> demonstration of energy. 
that we as humans know on Earth. Just it's made Earth. to keep, to me, is made to keep the Earth energized and keep the energy going for its purpose. Sure. And, and, and that, that plays into every other being that's like on this Earth. So natural you, being or alien being is all the say? above. I would say all the above. But imagine, well, Dave, if, if we were three. standing out there in the yard, right, and we're holding up some swords. <laughs> I'm not saying we're crossing tables. Again. But, no. but imagine, <laughs> like, insane. if a bolt of lightning struck the ground, like, three feet, four feet behind us. Man, that's going to leave some lasting effects. Oh, yeah. yeah. I know a dude who ran cable who was... Working on something when lightning struck and hit the ground a quarter mile from him, he felt it. <laughs> Serious, man. That's what I he said. Something. He said he felt it. He's like, mm. shit tightened up. He got dropped out by 277 one time. It wasn't good. <laughs> Damn. Taste metal for a couple of days. Ah, <laughs> oh, penny under the tongue. So, right, so it took Brandy a little while to kind of get her shit back together. One J dropped off the grid. Nobody knows where he went. Second J died. Throw it down. Two J's. Two J's are gone. And Brandy is left to pick up the pieces. Oh, Brandy. Poor Brandy. Who forgot about John? He gives a shit about John at this point. (laughs) He done backed up his wife and his horses, and they're moving to Maine. (laughs) <laughs> trying to sell the place for five million it could be yours five million dollars did you look it up it's on uh not zillow but uh what, what is the website I, I Zillow, like realtor.com Realtor, yeah or something yeah it's up. on yeah. there it but is. It is, it's not millions of dollars. It's no, like it's five, drop 500,000. It, it has. You tell me like, yeah, it has. Yeah, yeah, I've seen things. I don't know if anybody bought it yet. Property values kind of dropped. It's got to get $5 million. So, so, all right, so John Edmonds, he claimed to have killed 19 grays. Yeah. 19. With a samurai. With a samurai sword. Did he ever kill? He never killed one. Were they all with the sword? What? No, he supposedly got one with a baseball bat. One time he woke up and hit it with a baseball bat, and then it said, like like air was coming out of it, and it was just gone. (laughs) So, I don't know, man. Deflated. Uh, Then he started hitting them with the samurai sword. But he said, like, the whole time he lived up almost what twenty years or something. Nineteen grace he killed with this sword. But in the book the only one was the the one we covered. Huh. But he's like, Yeah, it happened all the time. Yeah. And he, he said he got to the point where he was just totally used to it. And like ah, you know, he would see stuff all the time. Didn't pay any attention to it. You know what? You know what people do when they do that? These are crazy people. Why is that? I think this guy has a problem. I, I I seriously do not believe what's going on. No? I don't, man. I can't. These crazy stories, they all seem like it's him, his brain. Either he's doing it on purpose, writing this story, saying this stuff on purpose, to sell books, 
to sell his property that sucks. <laughs> that it's just, 10 acres of desert yeah. in Arizona. Uh, on a shitty road where people take all your shit. <laughs> right? You leave a, leave a water heater out there. Yeah. Somebody's going to come and grab it. <laughs> Weird people come up in your yard. Uh, you know, that's it, man. It's... He's trying to sell the property. He's seen the thing about Skywalker Ranch. And I, yeah, it was, it was a Skinwalker. Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah, and all this stuff. And he's trying to bank on selling books and movies and all that shit and sell his property. Right. That's what it seems to me. Could be. One of the things that I find very fascinating about this whole epic here, and it's an epic for us. <laughs> We've done two parts of it. Is um again, like I said, there's interviews out there. You can go and mm-hmm. look them up yourself. The dude seems totally cool, calm, collected. He sounds like every freaking car salesman I've ever heard. Yeah, but he's not selling cars. Right. Well, he's selling, he's selling some books. He's selling, selling a story. But if 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 you're crazy enough to think you've seen this stuff, I want to see an interview of Joyce. Nobody has seen Joyce. There's got to be a picture of her somewhere. I haven't seen anything on Joyce. I mean, I She's haven't trying either. Trying to stay out of this shit. Or the doppelganger in the Mexican restaurant. <laughs> She's still there. <laughs> She's still waiting for her. Drinking the her shit out of margaritas and eating just the sauce. Out of margarita, boys. <laughs> some more goddamn chips and salsa. Yeah. Can I get some white sauce? <laughs> yeah, well, man. I, I it's I a just... very fascinating story. Sucks for the Rottweilers. That one- okay, so now his new place that he has. He's opening up a horse refuge. This is the one in Maine, right? Yeah, okay, so yeah. He, he done left well, Arizona. Why would you give... Uh, we didn't talk about all of it. We didn't want to put all that... But a lot of horses have... He said a lot of horses have been killed, messed up on his property there. Yeah. So many animals have been killed. A lot of his dogs, animals, uh, horses. <sighs> well, maybe that'll be part three. How do you start a horse refuge place after you say you live in a place where all your horses died? Let me tell you a little story about some mutilated horses and mutilated dogs. I wouldn't want to hear that either. Yeah. Why would you want to start a senior? What I want to know is where is the sword? I want to see the sword. What well, they got the pictures? Have you seen his pictures? Yeah, yeah, but that's a Facebook picture. I don't trust With that the shit. brown liquids. Yeah, that could just be Kool Aid or something. But brown, yeah, <laughs> some brownie mix or something that's <laughs> dripped all over the place. I don't trust that shit, man. Nah, man. Well, what happened to the rest of the body? You don't want to say nothing yeah, see, about look, it in the book. And that, that's another one. So he says, you know, it's like if you get the head, you get the body. Yeah. But he only he said parts arm, of it. The whole thing just like mists away. Yeah. Just goes away. Sounds re- kind of convenient. Well, he got that one body that he kept in the freezer. And you go sit there and watch the TV 
and you used to watch people walk through your living room from the Roman era, and then you go see little greys poking their heads out and just walking around your area, oh, the and you interview. act like you don't see them. Bullshit. The, the interview, like the one lady did the interview with him, and this is on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Y'all can look it up and see for yourself. John Edmonds interview. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Hell if I know. Uh, hell, I don't know. I had to edit all this out. Um, <laughs> no, we're editing it. Not a, 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 a shit. <laughs> now you know how I feel. Apparently, it's not apparent. Uh, allegedly, what <laughs> <laughs> the there are two grays that like poke their heads out around the corner in the kitchen behind him while he's giving this interview. No, it's only one I've seen on the video. Yeah. Yeah, it's just one that I've well, seen. Well, I've said it's one. Some people have said it's two. That's Either because way, it is looped. <laughs> I think he's babysitting. And it nephew. keeps going over, so it looks like it's two. Or maybe there's a dog and a kid back there, but. Hey, man, I tell you what, that's my, uh, no, that's one ugly dog and kid. Well, I tell you what, if he's babysitting a kid, it's a good thing he didn't <laughs> grab the samurai sword and spin around. It was only when he looked away from the cameras when it happened. I didn't know. You look so. at those videos again. If well, anybody see, looks at those videos, look them up. It's where, shit, how, how do we find them? Well, see, that's it, what it's you, just, you, it's you, really hard to find. Technically. Uh, <laughs> it, you're, you're, John Edmonds interview alien. Look it up on uh, YouTube. You'll find there's a couple videos there. Yeah, and it's grainy. It, it's not a real clear thing. You know, you yeah, can't really. I mean, you don't want to watch the whole interview anyway. I mean, you can. But the thing I saw was only like a minute and thirty seconds. Well, that's because the, anyways, actually the whole interview is almost two hours long. Oh yeah, that's at the that. end of it. That supposedly that's at the end of it, and I can't watch it. If you want to listen to an hour plus, I would suggest the confession. I'd suggest you just listen to us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Stardust Ranch, man. That's I don't a- know. It started off at five million. He tried to sell it to Bigelow. Bigelow wouldn't buy it. Was it down now two fifty G. What I seen on. The uh, the app thing. What? What? what no, what was it? Uh, wait, hold on. Zillow. No, what Zillow is? What Zillow is? Uh, home realtor. Realtor dot com. It was okay. realtor dot com. Yep, realtor. I think, and it was like uh, five hundred thousand. Okay. Yeah. So it's dropped over five hundred. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, as long as there's not a bunch of shit in the swimming pool. Well, I mean, it is a decent house. You got some off and some. Other buildings on the property that are nice. Uh, ten acres and me- and meth alley. You know? Well, and hey, you know if you got portals on the property, yeah, take advantage of the portals and go somewhere you really you know want to go. Because you, yeah, you don't need Hawaii, airports. You don't need airports. You don't need bus stations. You good Alaska, to go. Alaska, you yeah. know, Great Wall of China. Uranus. Yeah. You know. Different planets like that. Yeah. I mean, if you want to go there. You got to. I mean. Watch out for the Klingons. 
This has been a very interesting and fascinating story. Well, I tell you what, part two has been crazy. Yeah, it has been. <laughs> part two is crazy. Well, the whole story is crazy. And, and there's nuts. a lot of, there's some stuff that is kind of grounded that you can like, okay, I can kind of like halfway wrap my head around this. And then there's some stuff that is really wild and out there. Yeah. And, you know, who Almost are we pushed. to say we don't own the place? We, we, we're not out there like slaughtering the grays, but hey, man, you, they're, they're, this is a strange world. There's a lot of strange shit out there. Well, I tell you one thing if this guy is over there killing 19 grays and they don't get pissed off and just attack our whole humanity and just <laughs> wipe us out because they get pissed off, uh, yeah, what's up with that, man? That goes into the whole uh, colony of rogue greys, which I did not get into. Oh, yeah. Actually. We'll get into that later, though, because we got some other. Yeah. All right, then. All right, so. We have to let this one go because we're over an hour now. Yeah. We'll wrap it up. You're wrapping it up. I got to give a shout out. Give a shout out, brother. To whoever it is. That is organizing the Tupperware in the cabinet. I have to thank you. <laughs> I don't know if you're some kind of fairy or gnome, but I really appreciate it. I hope you're listening. Right on. Stay galactic, people. <laughs> Intergalactic. Planetary. Give us an email. Send us an email. Yeah. Tell us how we're doing. Tell us your name. Give us some information. We'll send you a sticker. Yeah. We hey, told you show at gmail.com. WTYS podcast. Facebook. Yep. Man, you can just Google. We told you show. We told you show. We'll pop on up. Instagram. You can find us and we will find you. Yeah. Maybe you'll get a sticker or a pen. Yeah. You never know. Or both. Hey. Might hook you up with something good. Yeah, we man, we got merchandise <laughs> to share, people. <laughs> Hang out with us. Yeah. Drink some beers. And Minnesota. We'll <laughs> they gone. Are they? <laughs> yeah. Damn. All right, then. Love y'all. Peace. So grays are like they're like nuisances. They're kind of menacing. They're kind of middle of the road. But they're not like the big badasses of everything. And they know this, right? <laughs> they know this. 